Hello, everyone, and welcome to Your On Fire, a Pokemon Unite podcast hosted by me, Spraggles, as well as Crashy and Loosh. Hello, Crashy. Howdy, howdy. How's it going? Hello, and Loosh, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeehaw to you, Loosh. Yeehaw to everyone listening. Yeehaw's I had to get guy. my yeehaw in there. <laughs> if you are listening, you can find this podcast in video form on my YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash C slash Spraggles, however that works. And you can also find us anywhere podcasts are found. If you want to listen to the audio version, if you are listening on Spotify, head on over there and leave us a review. That would be very cool. We have a lot to talk about today. We're a little behind with this episode because i was a little sick thank you gentlemen for waiting for me they said we'll record without you i said i'll come in regardless <laughs> so here we are today we are going to talk about of course duraludon a lot of the patch changes that have happened inside the game the tournaments we've got the march finals coming up we have a lot of tournament news with the world championships we have a new pokemon coming and i will say that we're not going to say the name or anything until we get there so if you want to be spoiler free we will let you know that a new pokemon has been leaked and we'll talk about that a little later and then possibly some discussion about uh some of the roles inside the game but first Let's talk about Duraludon, the newest attacker released in Pokemon Unite. This Pokemon is once again completely underpowered, and it's not really doing much inside the game. But I would love to hear a counterpoint there. What do you think, Crashy? Um, okay. <laughs> so that's how we're doing it. Um, yeah, no, Duraludon's pretty nuts. You know what's crazy? I got to get this off my chest. I have a really hard time seeing how broken a character can be when I just play it for like, I don't know, a couple hours, you know, the first time it releases and I just play it and play it and play it. And I'm like, yeah, this feels strong. It feels good. But I don't I don't look at like the bigger picture. And I did the exact same thing with Dragonite. I, I was like, yeah, this character feels fine. Like, it's like it's pretty good. Um, but with Duraludon, it was the same thing. Dragon Pulse Objective Secure is so ridiculous. It's so incredibly high. And I didn't see it. And I was playing Flash Cannon. I was like, I was like going back and forth. I was like, the thing about this character is that all the moves feel good. And they do. I'm going to be honest. All the moves feel good. But Dragon Pulse feels great. <laughs> it feels, it's so crazy, man. What do you think, Lush? It's, uh, you know, fair and balanced. Totally, totally. I mean, good. I think it's really bad. I think it's like... It's like a slightly better Lucario, which means it's really bad, right? Like, it's just oh, not yeah. really... Yeah, no, it, it's... This Pokemon's obnoxious. It's obnoxious. Um, As a tank player, I can't tank it. <laughs> it just kills me. It's... It's absurd. And yeah, the, the objective burn is crazy. It, it's it's ridiculous. It does more than hyper beam, <laughs> which is, yeah. you know, a lot. Um, and they, you you can play around a little, right? Because it is little ticks. You can get in between there and like pray, right? Yeah. But I, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing this nerfed a little bit. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I, I would like a, a Lucario size nerf for this Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, it really does need the Lucario treatment. I mean, really bring it down to a more reasonable level. But yeah. obviously, this Pokemon, I feel like, gives shades of Sylveon on release, where the damage output was easily over 100,000 up to, you know, 130 with without really understanding the Pokemon or trying that much. And I think that's when kind of an immediate nerf should probably roll out when people don't even understand how it works 
don't even need to try with it, and they're easily able to outdamage every single Pokemon inside the game. Not to mention what you brought up, Crashy, which is kind of the thing I also was noticing near the end of my first stream playing this Pokemon was the objective secure with Dragon Pulse is ridiculous. It's mm -hmm. worse than Hyper Beam. So you've got a Pokemon that outdamages Cinderace, that KOs people off screen, uh, kind of similar to like a sniper. And then at the same time, it secures objectives like Dragonite. It's pretty crazy that this Pokemon releases in this fashion without an immediate Sylveon nerf. I don't know what caused the massive Sylveon nerf that it, that has also not triggered a nerf for Duraludon. That's kind of yeah, confusing to it, me. It's a little bizarre when you kind of watch how they handle balance because... I mean, balance as a whole, not just like with new releases, because they're very inconsistent with it, I feel like. And, and I mean, I don't mean to just rag on them like, you know, I'm sure they're they're working and trying to, to do their best with whatever perspective they have, too, um, because, you know, we're 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 over here on the, uh, you know, the western side of the world. This is just kind of our perspective. So we don't really see all the eastern side of the world. I'm on the southern side. Yeah, true. You're way down there. But like <laughs> most know, of our opinions you're tend way to be very there. consolidated. It feels like, like I mouth. mean. You, you see, like, Talonflame getting played in lane, for example. I mean, obviously, that's, like, two and two score comp stuff. So, it's, like, perspective-driven. Maybe it's data-driven. Maybe it's, you know, like, anecdotes and, and feelings. Um, but on the design side of Duraludon, like, I, just to give them some props, because I don't want to just rag on how broken it is, I think the character's super well-designed. The, the, the marks on Dragon Pulse... Um, the fact that that's like an isolated little mechanic just for Dragon Pulse, it's not like the passive or anything. That's cool. Like it's got its own little bubble there. Flash Cannon being this like better cram ult. <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Like that's pretty cool. But it's like really like if you've played Flash Cannon, if you're jungling and you show up to lane at 850Bs, you can literally just like bully them out of the lane. And then if you push after 850Bs, you can like bully them off the goal. It's, it's actually really good. Mm. Dragon Tail is like that. Okay, I want a little bit of mobility. Stealth Rocks is like I want to spread my my Dragon Pulse marks, or I just want to do a little bit of like you know AOE control. The cool thing about Dragon um, or Stealth Rocks is that it's kind of like a ward. You can kind of throw it somewhere and like, oh yeah, I hear that they're getting hit now. And like, so you can kind of use it for information. I think the overall design of the character is really really cool. Um, I think they just kind of yeah. I mean they miss the mark when it comes to to balance for for Dragon Pulse. Um, yeah, but that can be that can be yeah. fixed. I think something even just like mm -hmm. a range nerf on it to make it a little bit more sensible. You would have like a closer range build. I mean, it would still be long range, but it would be like the more like tight closer range build, or you'd have like the flash cannon build. You know, could be kind of what do you uh, what do you think it. of the passive? I think the passive. I mean, is uh, they put that on attacker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my thought too. They put it on that's, an attacker. Uh, that's an all rounder passive. That's what that is. That is not a. Not an 80 carry passive, right? Like, uh, the Pokemon is... It's so obnoxious. It has this Unite where it's like... Now I have a shield and create, like, a dome <laughs> and get a stim. Like, it's just so... I don't understand. I don't understand this Pokemon's design. It's really cool. Um, do you guys think that the... The popping enemy Dragon Pulse marks is, like, a bug? Do you think that's intended? I think that's actually intended. That, at least okay. that's what I'd guess, is that they kind of yeah. wanted you to be able to counter the enemy Duraludon. Like, they can set it up the whole way, and then you can just walk in and tap your little R button. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I stole it. I actually got Dreadnought right yeah. there. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm it's like 50. I'm like 50-50 on that. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's intended. Maybe it's not. Who knows? The world may never know. 
<laughs> we'll never know. They will say I don't think we'll ever get to the bottom of it. I think there there will be a documentary about it one day, <laughs> so we might know what happened with it. But at the end of the day, that's even going to be slanted because you know it, it's through the eye of that documentarian, right? Exactly. But I I have to agree. We are talking a lot about balance with this Pokemon, and whenever a Pokemon is released that is really really powerful, I think that's going to be a bulk of the conversation. But I agree with you, Crashy. This Pokemon is so fun. I think they've once again designed another exciting Pokemon to play, which is one of my favorite things about Unite, is I feel like they they nail the fun factor in so many of these Pokemon. You think like, oh, is is Aegislash going to be fun? It's like, yeah, it's oh, yeah. going to be super fun. Is Trevenant fun? Yeah. It, they're not all balanced. In fact, a lot of them are all over the board. But the fun factor for Duraludon is huge. I like every single move it has. I like Dragon Pulse more, but I do like both Rocks and Tail a mm-hmm. lot. The Flash Cannon build is super fun. So I think they have once again designed a very fun, very pl- easily playable uh, Pokemon. It's, it's it's exciting to be in a match with Duraludon. It really is. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a really cool Pokemon. Um, you were saying Crash, right? When you when you gank with a uh, Flash Cannon, there's so much pressure. But when you gank with Dragon Pulse, you just blow them. Yeah, up. it's <laughs> you blow. Yeah, them and up. that's the thing. Like, if you, I don't know. It's weird. I've had some interactions like playing Duraludon against Duraludon, where like it's almost like a tempo fight where like if I can show up and do my damage first and I'm probably going to win it. Um, and that's like with flash cannon or dragon pulse. Cause like I've had some fights where like I'm mm. flash canning them and I'm like just about to get them down, but then they like take the tempo back because they like got a big pulse on me and I'm like, dang it. So now I'm like just dragon tailing heel, away. Man. Like it's, it's just crazy. Full heel. So that's the thing. <laughs> I, I actually, um, I think that it's important that we talk about that. Um, the fact that, you know, full heal, um, can actually cleanse the, the dragon pulse marks is, is pretty big. Yeah. Like I, I think that full heal is kind of like a great option to run anyways, especially depending on the character that you are. Cause some characters really do need like a mobility option. Um, I don't yeah. know. Like if you're nine tails, do you, do you run full heal now? Because you've got a little bit more mobility that we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, and you can cleanse yourself. Do you, you know, do you start sacrificing some of that to, to counter the Duraludon? Like it might be worth it or, or, you know, at least in the Siliqui world, how much more viable is something like, uh, safeguard Blissey, for example, uh, that can also mm. cleanse it. So, yeah, I think it's going to change every Pokemon that they release when they're very powerful. The meta, you know, changes around it. You have to react to this Pokemon. So the full heal is a very interesting thing. I, I wonder, and we'll get into tournaments here very soon as well, but I think I can't imagine a world where I don't see this Pokemon on every single team unless there is a huge sweeping nerf before Saturday. So mm. you've got to think, how do you play with this Pokemon and how do you play against this Pokemon? I think one of the number one things, kind of like when Dragonite was Dragonite, uh, one of the number one things was, how do we KO Dragonite as quickly as possible so our Dragonite can take Zapdos mm. <laughs> with yeah. one Hyper Beam? And I think that's yeah. going to be kind of the same situation on Saturday. We're going to be seeing... How do we get rid of their Duraludon so that our Duraludon can take Zapdos without even trying? I I feel like that's going to happen. So given that, I wonder how many full heals we're going to see run so you can kind of shut down the effectiveness of the opposing Duraludon. It could be a lot. Or like you said, we could see Blissey, which I would love because I love Blissey. 
Yeah. yeah. I think I'm, something. Oh, you know, you go crazy. I was going to say, I think, I mean, the viability of Blissey is so. Like, there's like this weird ebb and flow to it where, like, Blissey is. She gets used competitively and, like, gets thrown into team comps at certain times it's like you know when you want to do this like double support kind of team comp thing like pocket the venusaur um so that could see some play it's it's always hard though right because like the the trade-off for running blissey is that you're 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 getting rid of something that's like otherwise like really strong in the early game so we'll have to see if that's like something that comes into play i was going to say but like in terms of the viability of running full heal or bringing more full heals to the table we did also just recently get the nerf to slow smoke um, which kind of can lead us into our patch changes because I, I think that while, you know, me and Luce talked a little bit about this, while the, the nerf to slow smoke wasn't super massive, it doesn't like kill slow smoke, it definitely brought it what feels like down in line with some of the other, um, you know, b- battle item options that, that makes it like, okay, maybe I would run slow smoke here, but I also don't want to get blown up by dragon poles, so I might just run a full heal instead. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Something I was going to touch on was if... If you're a Duraludon and you see the whole enemy team picking a bunch of full heals and having a Blissey, do you just go Flash Cannon? Is that the play? I, like, do you just... I think so. Uh, and, and even competitively wise, and that's what I was talking about. If Flash Cannon was like actually trash, then like, no, you'd probably just take it. You know what I mean? Like take it on the chin, know that they're mm. going to counter you a little bit. But it's not. Like it's actually still really good. Um, I played a solo queue game and it was like pretty deep into my knowledge of the character. It wasn't like when I was still discovering the character a little bit. And there was a Blissey on the enemy team and I was like, like, nah, man, I, I think I'd rather just go Flash Cannon here. I'm still going to do damage. I'm still mm. going to have a strong performance. It doesn't change your Unite move. It's, you know, it's 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 solid. So I I very much so think that, like, if you're a Duraludon player and you see a Blissey, you see two two or three full heals, or, like, th- I'd say three plus full heals, yeah, you probably just go Flash Cannon. Yeah, because they're, they're looking to counter it. So that's a good idea. And you're right. It is a great move. And it's better than Cram's Unite move, a Pokemon that did need to get nerfed. If we want, we can talk about patch changes uh, right here. Do, do you guys have any other thoughts about Duraludon? I My big thoughts are, again, they've released another super fun Pokemon to play. It's incredibly dominant. Maybe this is why Sylveon was so powerful when it was released, because they went, oh, you guys think this is powerful? We have Duraludon we're working on right now, like... I guess you guys don't even know what's coming down the bike, but yeah. okay. Uh, so my thoughts are really fun, very powerful, and every team is going to have to react to it on Saturday. Uh, I would be shocked if people aren't running it. It just feels like an, an easy button in this yeah, game. And it is it is legal. They sent out a message to all the people participating in tournaments saying that Dragon is legal in the tournament. So people will likely be playing it, and it's going to give me nightmares. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Uh, let's talk patch changes, guys. There, there were a lot of cool changes in this patch. I will start off with Cramorant because I've been annoyed that they nerfed Cramorant a long time ago, and now they have come down with a slight rework that some people are arguing is better for dive, but also a unquestionably a nerf to air slash. So somehow the team that is balancing. This Pokemon, I don't know who's working on this Pokemon. It's got to be one person who hates it. <laughs> but somehow the team that's balancing this Pokemon knows Duraludon is being released and thinks, yes, we're going to do this dive change. It could actually help Cram a little. And because Cram is so crazy right now, we're actually going to need to nerf Air Slash. I, I'm I'm kind of... I'm, 
I'm at a loss for what happened with Cramorant here. See, this is yeah, well, this is that situation where I'm saying like I I just don't really understand their philosophy when it comes to balancing. Like I don't. I'm trying to like connect the dots. You know, I've got like I, I you know I know you can't see it, but behind uh, this monitor and this camera, I've got this big whiteboard set up, and I've got all the yarn attached, and I'm like don't I'm show doing my I'm doing all my Please. detective work trying to understand the patches and the changes. And and you're right. I think that the, the the slight rework to dive is arguably a better change. Um, I've, I've kind of had some conversations like that. But at the end of the day, the Unite move is still bad. The nerf to Air Slash is, is literal. That is a nerf no matter how you look at it. And when you look at Cramorant, you just think to yourself, like, like why? How? What was, what, where, like, what does this mean? Like, what is this? Like how? Like what? <laughs> Where there's no there was no Cinderace nerf in this, and Cinderace has been kind of regarded as like pretty decently overpowered. There was no like I mean we talk about Lucario, but there was no considerable Lucario changes. But Cramorant, like nerfing the cooldown from five seconds on Air Slash to seven, it's just one of those things that you look at and, and it really is just like, what the hell is going on here? What like what is going yeah. on here? Like <laughs> I, I have I have an unpopular opinion about Cramorant now. I by no means think the the Pokemon need, needed a nerf. Um, it needs buffs. It needs quite a few of them actually because it's it's been power crept really really hard and the nerfs haven't helped that. But I don't want to play in a cram meta. <laughs> the Pokemon annoys it. me. It, it's it's either knocking me up and bouncing me around or it's just like bouncing itself around and dashing. Like it just annoys me. <laughs> the Pokemon annoys me. So I'm I'm pretty happy to not see it, but like it it, it doesn't need some love for sure. The the ult doesn't do anything. <laughs> um so there's that. And yeah, I, I think I I think like it, people probably think we're joking. We say flash cannon's a better cram ult, but like it, it genuinely is a better cram ult on a way lower cooldown. So I, I hope they do something about the Pokemon for everyone else that plays the game that actually wants to see the pokemon in their games uh because it's it, dive is arguably better i guess but air slash is worse now and surf and hurricane have been bad for a while so i i, I definitely think they should give a bit of love to kramer and get off the hate train it's crazy because it's one of those situations and i've thought about this when it, when it comes to an sp attacker perspective i keep thinking about this like what's going to take the sp attackers to the next level and, uh, you know, while we, we see some, some pretty great changes to Ninetales that I'm sure we're going to touch on here in a second, um, one really simple thing was the change to the Unite move charge that Pikachu got. And so I look at Cram's ult and like, listen, we, we're not advocating for Cram to be able to win every single team fight just because it pressed, you know, ZL or the Unite move. Because yeah, of course. A, a really, really strong Cram ult is probably not necessarily that healthy for the game anyways. But maybe, you know, lowering the charge rate of it would be like a really nice buff that that lets the kit be you know kind of weaker or, or like you know the kit the kit itself could be like decent but the unite move is like always there you know what i mean then it's like you have yeah. to worry about the pressure of cram not necessarily yeah the like damage of cram. let it be that zoning tool that it's kind of meant to be yeah because right? I'm, I'm on unite db right now and the you know gatlin gulp missile is 134 seconds like imagine if that was like 100 seconds or 90 seconds and then it's like mm. that thing would always be up and it doesn't necessarily hit the hardest but you have to know that when you're playing against a cram they're going to bring cc or mobility to the table depending on what build they're yeah. running and then they're going to bring like an annoying amount of you know damage consistently i mean something yeah. as simple as a change to that could could really take cram to the next level just cooldowns in general could could make cram an amazing pokemon like even um if you look at 
hurricane and surf if the cooldowns on those were lower like th- this oh, pokemon would be obnoxious crazy. it would yeah. be absolutely obnoxious so like they could tweak some numbers and really really help this pokemon but obviously it's a little too overpowered and they have to keep up <laughs> keep nerfing yeah it, so they gotta keep nerfing it it is a little too strong i i love the idea of lowering its unite move cooldown and stuff like that the question is would you like to use its unite move because it's not very good <laughs> uh it kind of reminds me of decidueye's unite kind of pre this buff uh where even though i mean we'll talk about that in a minute as well but i don't even like using it i yeah. I, I don't even like using it when i can use it it's not very good the only time i've found any value out of using cram's unite move and i play a decent amount of cram is when you're already winning a fight it's like almost like a cleanup and get like get rid of them it's it's almost horrible in every other situation. But if you're already winning and two enemies are KO'd near Dreadnought and your full team's there, <laughs> now you can use that Cram Unite and you're really annoying. But it's like, what a useless move. It's so useless. I can't believe it's that bad. It's so bad. Yeah, I don't this know. Is, I, feel, I feel bad about Cram. This is kind of like a tangential thought, but I, this is kind of like a, a held item discussion that I'm going to have like in a real small bubble. <laughs> I would love to see changes to held items. I was saying this on a stream recently where the actual stats and numbers that held items had were like carried bigger implications to what a character could do rather than the character's natural like scaling stats on their levels. Because if you could take a character like Cram and put like a shell bell on it or like a energy amplifier on it for the cooldown reduction, that could take a play style of a character that could play, you know, x way and make it play yeah. y way and the reality is that if you're using both cooldown reduction items you're not getting anything out of it you're getting less than one <laughs> second off of your cooldown and so yeah. you know I, there's they're like a, an old sentiment that rarely ever gets shared is like oh well i want to play like cdr build and that's a kind of moba thing to think uh, but in this game it just doesn't work so that could, you know, this is like I said, tangential thought, but would be really cool to see held items ever get changed in a way where the held items flat stats or the stats that the items that bring themselves actually change playstyles, because that could be a way that the character is played. Like, oh well, yeah, maybe it's not doing a ton of damage because you're bringing a shell bell, or um, mm. you know, instead of a choice specs, but you're going to get those cooldowns a lot faster. So yeah. I don't know, just a I'd, random thought about I'd definitely how love the that. game could change. I'd love to see some actual CDR items, right? Like some actual cooldown items that could change things, but. If they did bring that, I would, I would really love that the thing we spoke about once, where they locked certain items to certain character types because mm-hmm. there's some Pokemon you really don't want to see cooldown reduction on, right? Like you, you don't want that on Wigglytuff. You, you don't want that on like Lucario. <laughs> you know, you just yeah. want it on your mage just, type character. It, for me, it's just like a way of thinking about like a depth of mobas that just doesn't really exist in Unite. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could because they've already built. The, the system i mean it's already there right like they can change the number yeah. of the items but like i said just a random thought um to kind of segue us what do you want to touch on you want to jake pick one nine tails or decidueye let's do it <laughs> i want to talk first about decidueye because decidueye has been in a, a bad spot since release it's it's doing its job but its job is just not that valuable in Pokemon Unite, a game where people are easily able to dive in on you. It's just so squishy. It it's hard to it's it's tough to survive as Decidueye, and I think they intended it to be a sniper, and they've actually patch after patch after patch after patch have gone out of their way to try to make this Pokemon more of a sniper. And I feel like for the first time, 
since release, it actually feels like it's doing that job pretty well, especially given that it outranges this new crazy overpowered Pokemon Duraludon. It's almost, I don't know, it's kind of in the best place. It's obviously in the best place it's ever been, but I kind of think it's really settling into its role of uh, as a sniper now, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think Decidueye is actually a Pokemon that's worth picking now. And even in competitive, it it, it has a place. Decidueye is definitely something that can be played right now because it does outspace Duraludon. And that is really important because it also like two shots Duraludon with uh, with its snipes right now. They are incredibly strong. Um, it's, it's a squishy Pokemon, but because you're just kind of sniping... You don't actually have to invest too many of your items into the offense. You can put them into the defenses because you're not actually playing the AD carry style as much. You're not in there throwing the basic attacks out. You're just kind of sniping over and over. And now the Unite actually does damage, which is really helpful. And it's 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 a lot stronger than it's been. And I'm kind of happy to see it because I've got I've got this like secret little love for that Pokemon. You know, I don't know what it is about it, but I just like it. I just like the Sidious. What what do you think, Crashy? So I have to I have to be devil's advocate. I hate this character. <laughs> I hate this character. <laughs> I think it's still like near useless. But here's the thing. It's 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 a lot less literal. I feel like I have a hard time breaking up my opinions from what I literally think about a character versus my like relative opinion. Um the thing is is the character can't lane and when you're going in the jungle, it's like Someone asked me on stream, like, what do you think about Decidueye? And I was like, oh, you know, I still don't think it's very good. And they're like, oh, but it counters Duraludon. And my my first, like, knee-jerk reaction is, but being a better Duraludon counters Duraludon. You know what I mean? Like, just being <laughs> being the better player on the thing that is, like, super overpowered or super strong is, like, better than, like, kind of countering it with, like, a counter pick that's not very strong. And so while I have to admit the character is way better it's like crazy how much better it is right now like i was surprised i still think it's like it's just like bottom of the barrel like it, it, it I, I don't think there's a real reason to play it the irony is that the most fun i've had playing this character since um since the most recent change was stacking an attack weight on it so i could hit really hard and that almost make me makes me more frustrated and resent the pokemon more because that's not even really a viable way to play it, but kind of because it hits really hard. But then you have to like int your whole early game just to get the stacks <laughs> in. And so I don't know. Like I love this character because it's fun and I like sniping. Sniping is way more fun than just having the Razor Leaf auto attack build on. Although that one was kind of like in the early days was like much, much better. Knock Knock is a little bit better. The Unite move is a little bit better now. But it's when when you think literally way better Pokemon. When you think relatively, it's like man how do you play this thing like i'm just i'm just disappointed but i don't know i i see a lot of it and i still think the pokemon just dies instantly it gets dove and it's just like i want to love this character but it's like really but, but really crashy, hard is it I, th I think you can at least now say that the tijuai is officially better than gengar right i don't know i don't think it is <laughs> So here's the thing. Uh, someone asked me, they were like, well, who's worse, Decidueye or Cram? And I'm like, I, I don't know because they're both oh, so come. bad. I'm serious. I think that Cram might be better than Decidueye. Like, oh, no. Because but, but no. they both have bad Unite moves. It's weird. Like, at that point, it's like they're better and worse at different things. So it's almost like it's mm -hmm. kind of like pointless, right? Because, like, Cram can lane and it lanes pretty darn well. And then like slowly just starts falling off because it starts doing nothing <laughs> and decidueye like can't lane 
and it, it like stays like decently consistent throughout the course of the game but that decently consistent is just like not that high it's like it does okay <laughs> so i don't know like i don't even know if it matters to define which one's better because they're both <laughs> not very good to me so i don't know and gengar like i don't think gengar is that bad i think especially when we're talking solo queue too like i think gengar can can completely dominate solo queue games whereas decidui it's like you can do pretty good but it's risky. <laughs> like, so I don't know. This yeah. is in a weird spot. I it's much much better though. Admittedly, it's much much better. It it's it's interesting because I do think, and we've talked about this a bit before. At some point, you have to recognize that just this style of play might not be ideal for Pokemon Unite. So it's not that Decidueye is the worst ever. It's just being a sniper in this game might not be the best play given how everything else works inside Pokemon Unite. That being said, I don't know. I've been playing a decent amount of Decidueye, and I I think the, the damage from that Spirit Shackle is so intense it's actually pretty easy to steal objectives with it, even yeah. over a Duraludon, because the burst is so huge. Uh, it's weird, because I wonder if if Duraludon didn't exist, would I be thinking this at all? And you made a great mm. point earlier of just saying, well, just be a better Duraludon, which is not something I can argue with. You're right <laughs> about that. But, uh, but at the same time, I do think it's, it's kind of in the... Again, the best spot it's ever been, and in a weird way, because it does react to what's happening in the meta right now, I might consider it to be better than all those Pokemon we talked about just briefly, better than Cram, better than Gengar. But as as far as Gengar is concerned, it also got a buff. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something we can talk about. I've been seeing Gengars in my games that are easily getting over 100k damage, and it's pretty easy to delete people. And when one of the... You know, Pokemon on the enemy team is a Duraludon, and you can de delete it in one combo. That's also pretty valuable. Yeah, so prior to the buff on Gengar, um, when we were playing some five stacks, I was testing it out, like, trying to see if I could make it work in five stacks. And it was it was rough, and, and I still think that, like, there's, there's a whole thing about speedsters that just make them kind of hard to, like, close out games with. Um, but Gengar has this really interesting power spike to it where, like, early to mid it's an animal like it's it's really really strong and especially when it comes to solo queue which i think it's so important to to touch on because like that's how just the majority the vast majority of us play the game is solo queue um when it comes to solo queuing if you get first red and you were doing well and you can carry that strength into like the mid game it's so hard for people to deal with you like shadow ball dream meter combo which I, I still kind of for at least for me is still like the better build right now you're just one shotting like almost everything if you get ahead if two three levels ahead you're you're gonna one shot like almost everything with like a long well, two shot you know what i mean if you get the full combo off the combo is gonna one shot them um so yeah just, Gengar just, just is, casually be two three levels ahead just casually. well but that's my point like if you had a good early game you carried that into a dreadnought and then you're going to like and you're a jungler like you're going to be two levels ahead most of the time anyways like That's you'll fair. be you'll be like level 10 the jungler will be like ticking into like eight and a half or they'll be like eight and a half like trying to push for their nine the rest of the team is going to be like seven so yeah you're like casually like two three levels ahead if you had that that like i said i, I kind of built it in like a series of events if you had that good yeah, early game yeah. that's hard for them to catch up with um you do taper off toward the end game but like a good unite move in the end game 
to catch a Decidueye, to catch a Duraludon, because there's there's been a lot of Decidueyes in my game lately. <laughs> when I just pop out of the ground and I'm like, oh hey, it's me, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm here now. Like, uh, and then you like one shot them, and they're like, oh damn, they don't even get an end game. So um, yeah, it's it's in a, it's in a decent spot, I'd say solo queue wise. I'd say it's in a decent spot. It's it's definitely better than it was, right? Like, there's no denying it is better than it was. Um, the numbers are more. They yeah, went more like numbers. This. Number you can't argue up. with the numbers going yeah. like this. Num- number went up, and for for people, everyone, yeah, for everyone listening watch and not watching, he's, he's yeah, he's 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 I'm, pointing in a direction. But you don't even get it audio wise. I'm like pointing up with my finger. Yeah, but it's like a very, but it's a very youtube.com forward slash spraggles, and uh, you'll you'll see the. Uh, it's a strong <laughs> point. Listen, let me let me. It's a strong pointing. He's pointing with mm-hmm. with ferocity. Yeah, there like, is there is like that is like. The hand gesture of the yeehaw right there like that sure. is that is intense that is intense. sorry to interrupt you Luge, but i, <laughs> oh, no, I, did, I right just ahead. had to make it clear <laughs> that way. I, I was pointing out yeah please continue. you had to you had to let people know i, I had to interrupt you for that. you had to it was not, it wasn't your choice <laughs> there was no option um yeah so it's definitely stronger uh than it was and it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> for people not watching i'm sorry <laughs> yeah so it's stronger than it was. <laughs> We're gonna get through this. Uh, it's definitely, <laughs> but it's Gengar. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. that's, that's my thought on it. It's, it's stronger so than it's, it was, but it's, it's Gengar. This, it's the same thing as Decidueye, right? Like, it, it, so man, I hate that. I feel like I'm gonna bring this up every podcast if I haven't already. <laughs> Maybe I just bring this up all the time. Anyways, we play a blind pick game with no bands, like, yeah. we're, and we have a jungle role that is so incredibly contested, and we have one yep. jungler, so. If it's Gengar, like why not be Duraludon? If it's Decidueye, why not be Duraludon? If it's if it you know if it let's say let's say the character was bugged and Duraludon wasn't allowed in tournaments, why not play Cinder? You know what I mean? So it's like it's always gonna it's always gonna be that. So it's like you have to have this like discussion where you talk like literal strength versus relative strength, which is weird. It's a weird thing that we do. Um, but yeah, the clear time is faster. The boosted autos are better. Um, the special attack increase is higher. So that like that technically is like a buff to both choice specs and to yeah. wise glasses for the character. Yep. Jake is pointing again. <laughs> um, and I think like running something like triple glasses or like double glasses with like a score shield or a focus band, like Gengar can become a monster, but again, relatively speaking, it's still not the best pick. But it feels a yeah. little less troll now, I guess. Yeah, a little. It, less it definitely troll. feels less troll, and it, it, it's cool that you can actually kill the Pokemon you're you're running at now. Yeah, that's, that's actually you know that's helpful because sometimes you fell a little short before. But it, it 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 just it suffers from the same things where it's it's this weird mid game Pokemon, right? Like the early game is not good, and the super late game in, in the Zap fights not good. But the mid game is actually pretty solid now. So at least it's it's one out of three ain't that bad, I guess. But that's what Gengar sits for me. I guess that's something that's always going to be a consideration is, you know, when, when you're talking about the highest level of play, some of these Pokemon are just never going to make it simply because of their style. Gengar's yeah. style is just not really ideal for super high level play. Same thing with Decidueye. Although I'd be interested to see if if some people would try it out against Duraludon. But the I, I have the big, seen it played in scrims. Yeah, because I think there are some options with it. But you're right that uh we always have to go and say, yes, Gengar is so much better 
And for 99% of the player base, playing solos and duos, this Pokemon is even more viable. However, you know, top end play, it's just so unlikely you're going to see it because of how it performs near the end of the game and how it performs in team fights. It's weird because as a, in a solo play style, when people aren't coordinated and they're not making the best decisions all the time, a Pokemon like this can really punish the enemy. I mean, someone's out of position and all of a sudden you just delete them. And then another person mm -hmm. walks by and you delete them. And before you know it, you just KO'd five people on the enemy team who are kind of just walking around. But you're never going to see that in a competitive environment. So it is really yeah. cool to see these Pokemon become more and more viable. Uh, but you always do have to throw in the caveat of, I don't think we're going to see Gengar on any competitive teams. Although I'd love to be proven wrong. I think the problem with Gengar is like, you know, it's typing, right? It was it was dead before it ever had a chance, you know? Yeah, good point. Crashy, do you think it was dead before it had a chance because of its typing? What, because it's a ghost? <laughs> yeah. Crashy does not like this. Y'all are old. <laughs> I don't like it here. <laughs> like Crashy, it. are we recording video? Yeah, I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say it. Right, let's talk about Ninetales. Luge, the tell, big me, winner. tell me your thoughts on Ninetales. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I am actually, I love this Pokemon right now. I love Ninetales right now. It is so much fun. Like, just, you know, it, giving someone a little Sylveon Dash makes such a big difference. And the lifesteal is crazy. <laughs> this Pokemon is... It's absurd right now. It's not Duraludon, right? Like, it's, you're not going to pick Ninetales, run in, and just kill everyone and win the game, right? That's not what Ninetales does. But it, it offers damage while being supportive, while being somewhat tanky, and just now having mobility. So you, you can, as Crash said earlier, run things like Full Heal instead of Eject Button on Ninetales. Uh, you won't get the, the big ult engages, right? But do you want to be in the middle of the enemy team? You're Ninetales, right? So it's, it's really cool. Um, Aurora Veil, definitely a lot better. And... I think we might start seeing like the days of old, right? Where Ninetales was the dominant Pokemon in that bottom lane because it's definitely so much better than it was before. Yeah, Crashy. I mean, the early game was always like some of the best in the world, right? Like it, it was it was always so annoying. Like what was the OG lane was Wiggly Ninetales. Oh my God. You run into a Wiggly Ninetales <laughs> lane in solo queue and you're like, this is stupid. Like I'm not like, <laughs> and you know, what's funny as my, as a jungler, you know what sometimes I would do? I'll be like, all right, what lane do I want to gank? And I'm, I'm hitting my Ludicolo. I'm going to my Bouffalant and I see a Wiggly Ninetales in a lane. I'm like, not going there. You know, <laughs> I'm not going yeah. there. So like it, it, it is, it was already a lane monster. The Unite move, I, it, it didn't feel super, super strong. But again, there's always different ways to change the character and to buff the character up. And the original meta was like the fairy build and it transitioned away to the ice build. And now we've gone back because of such a big buff to the um, Aurora Veil. And Aurora so Veil, yeah. the slightest bit of mobility, but not just that, like it, it, like the, the, the burst damage, life the healing, steal. the lifesteal. Exactly. The lifesteal is like I've seen some pretty big plays. I've seen some pretty big plays where like those boosted autos just keep it alive, keep it alive, keep it alive. And and that little bit of like extending the fight out for an attacker is is huge. It's huge. Um, so yeah, I think that Ninetales is the, the clear big winner of this entire patch. I think it's definitely the one that, that came out on top. Um, I the mean, viability after of it is, uh, yeah, well, and cram. <laughs> yeah. 
Listen, and that's Graham a release. I'm talking about like balance change wise. <laughs> yeah, and Graham. Yeah, balance change wise. No, yeah, no so. decidui, no spirit shackle. Um, <laughs> feels feels good to have in lane again. Feels nice to have it. Um, you know, one of my thoughts on on SP attackers in general is that I think that SP attack items compared to like regular attack items are on the weaker end so i would love to mm. s- i still want to see like some buffs to like sp attack items oh hell to be honest i want to see changes yeah. to any of the items at this point yeah like buff um, body barrier please like please no stop <laughs> please. no yeah. i would but i would love to see like wise glasses be something that that would actually give characters a little bit more or like uh, you know i think choice specs is like the only sp item that that's really strong considerably speaking because mm-hmm. like sp attack specs is really it, niche. just don't run muscle band anyway <laughs> exactly well that's that's a muscle band issue in my opinion but yeah, yeah i mean you're right it's so it's interesting to see like how sp attackers are in this like weird hybrid spot um mm. but regardless the changes to nine tails super solid really really good yeah i'm with both you guys i think it's definitely the winner of the patch i really like it i am so frustrated playing against it in lane because now it's Jake, in lane nine tails all go. the time uh, nine, uh, boy, this is so bad for people listening <laughs> audio-wise, but you know, I will funny. say that Ninetales... Like, I was looking at the patch na- the patch changes. I was reading the patch notes, so when Lush goes, did Ninetales go? I was like, did he go what? Like, did he look at that? Because I wasn't even looking. Oh my gosh, this is... It went up. Yeah, it went, went up. up. Uh, it went up, and I think, uh, I think it's great. I think it's so cool that a little change, a little dash, a, a little this, a little lifesteal. I mean, they gave it to Lucario first, but fine. <laughs> uh, a little lifesteal for Ninetales and a little dash, and all of a sudden we see this Pokemon again. And it is mm. really mean in lane. It's yeah. really mean in lane. I Both of you coming from you know the more competitive side, uh, we could talk a little bit about both of your teams here in a minute, but... If you were playing in a five stack, do you think this Pokemon is a consideration for that tri lane at this Absolutely. point in that bottom path? Absolutely. 100%. I, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a consideration for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's so cool. Um, I was going to say, we could That's probably hit cool a quick addition. lightning round on balance changes because there, there are some quick ones that I want to hit, but I don't want to, I don't think we should spend too much time on it. Hoopa getting pulled down damage wise and um, made a huge difference. No one plays Hoopa anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you mean that literally? <laughs> no. Oh, I was like, Hoopa. I was like, wait, dude, is this, is this an OCE thing? I don't understand. I was like, wait, what's going on? No, I was like, but it it, it makes a change because the character's not pushing out ninety k damage anymore, probably. But yeah, now it's like um, seventy eighty. Yeah, so it feels like Hoopa's actually a support now support. And, and still a great support. Um, mm. Cotton Guard getting nerfed, it, it's not going to kill Eldegoss, I don't big. think, but it's it's a pretty nice change. That's big. But the, now the Unite move is faster, so we'll see like what the implications of that are in the mm. long term. Uh, there was another one I want to hit on. Lucario. <laughs> okay. Um, it's garbage. garbage yeah. yeah, totally yeah, no, garbage. It went, no, no, it just, it just changes the, the play style a little bit. As for, like, there's some other small changes. Mr. Mime, Blastoise, I don't think are, are super crazy impactful. But one that I really wanted to touch on before we move on was the Greedent change. Greedent early game. It doesn't yes. kill the Pokemon to me, mm-hmm. but invading is undeniably either a kind of a dead play style or incredibly less valuable because you can't really make it to that blue buff anymore. So it's a it's a rough one. I don't know if y'all had any thoughts on that one. Yeah, to, to do it now, you have to run things like Floatstone and X Speed, and then you don't get the Fluffy Tail to to actually steal the buff. So it's. I mean, is anyone sad about this? <laughs> is anyone sad about this change other than Crashy no, in the entire really. world? So. 
it's weird because like listen i i'm a jungler it, it annoys the hell out of me i've had games in five stacks <laughs> where i'm literally tilting out of like off the face of the earth because i'm playing against yeah. it the problem i've never seen not... you tilt do you do that on stream <laughs> yeah okay okay <laughs> okay does it happen it's 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 not that i'm sad that the playstyle is gone it's like you kind of have to like feel a little sad that something unique goes away you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. so it's like because I saw someone was like, oh, man, it was just such a cool thing. And like, I, I dig that. Right. Like, I dig that. It's just, you know, you can still invade and, and get a crab, but you can't have like that really big impact. And if you're invading for like one crab, is that really worth leaving your lane or 2v1? You know, are you really slowing them down that much? Is it, is it worth it? So I'm not that hurt by it, but I can I can I can hear someone and I understand their perspective when they say like, oh, man, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. I actually do agree. I think it's cool having different strategies because it, it things get stale and it's nice that something could come along and yeah, it's look, it's the most annoying thing ever to deal with. They're just walking around and you're attacking them and no one's coming to help you. And you're like, please get this thing away from me. I know it's going to steal my buff. I'm a guard of war. I can't do anything right now. But at the same time, yeah, it was, it was really cool having a different play style. So I actually am a little bummed by the nerf especially because it it's a really great pokemon but it still doesn't quite measure up to some other picks in the ultra competitive play even some of the best greens out there it's still uh, you could really say that you'd rather have a lucario on the team in maybe that spot if they were going top or but they if it. they Oh, Lucario? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I meant, yeah, the new top laner, Zarina. So, (laughs) hey, we'll we'll quickly hit on her. I think she's much better, too. I don't think it changes the meta, but um, Zarina, like, Stomp Stomp feels pretty good. Like, I've been been having some good games on her. It's it's, It's it's solid. Serena's still not what Serena was, right? But Stomp's definitely better. Tropkick's better, too, right? Like, they changed the uh, the Mm -hmm. cooldown. It, yeah, it's a bit it's better. Way, it's, it's, I think it's way better. Um, the the problem with yeah. Tropkick versus Grassy Glide is like they were both like dash moves that had some layer of CC to it. How it happened was dependent on which one you took. But like, how are you going to play a character that has this? It's the it's the ability spammer, right? You're the ability spammer mm-hmm. that's trying to build a queenly majesty by spamming abilities and by spamming boosted autos. How are you going to play an ability that has a longer cooldown than the other one? Like you're not, you're not going <laughs> to yeah. do it. Yeah. So, so yeah. now that the the I think there's like a 0.5 second difference between the two. I think that Trop Kick in in a lot of ways might be better because it it leaves that trail. And have you ever stepped on that thing? You don't move. It is the slow on Trop Kick is so obnoxious. So yeah, I actually think that Serena's. It's weird. Half of this patch felt really good. And the other half of this mm. patch felt entirely pointless. And so, <laughs> interesting patch. Um, can, can I talk yeah. about what I think the actual biggest change of the patch is? Go for it. Uh, they finally nerfed Slow Smoke. Yeah. True. They finally did it. We can move again. We yeah, I mean, move. I still don't think it's terrible, but it, it doesn't it's feel not, like but you're going to have it's no longer a stun. <laughs> it's yeah. no longer a stun, right? Yeah. It's, it's actually a slow. And when you're in the smoke. Like it, it, it makes sense now, and I'm, a, I'm a lot happier about it. It's, it's made the game a lot more fun, because we can play. Yeah, yeah. It was overpowered. Everyone knew it. With the second the slow smoke was changed, mm-hmm. everyone, went, whoa, this is crazy! <laughs> oh my god, slow smoke yeah. meta. You saw it in every tournament. So it is a nice change. I think, 
I can't think of a change in this patch besides Cram that I don't think was a, a at least a step in the right direction. You know, I think pretty yeah. much everything was uh, a solid change. I like Zarina's changes. I like Ninetales changes. Yeah, I think this was a pretty solid patch. Was there anything we missed, Crashy? Um, not uh, not Bolt switch. I mean, we, I was gonna say there's some oh. small things if y'all want to hit on like literally <laughs> everything. I was gonna okay. say my kind of personal ending thoughts on <laughs> on the patch and and, and uh, you know. I'm I'm this person, right? This is kind of my role in the community. I want to say that I I don't hate this patch, but I hate this patch as a six week patch. I just got to get that off my chest. I like this patch. If this patch was a three week patch or a four week patch, it would have been great. But waiting six weeks for this patch is just disappointing. I want to see these changes, like guard swap change. Is anybody really going to run guard swap all that much? Maybe, but it's not like it's a huge change. I want to see these changes, these iterative changes, just happen a little bit more frequently. I think that would keep the ball rolling. It would give the community more to talk about. It would give us the sense of discovery. Is this good? Is this bad? It would it would it would take the 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 gears of Unite and it would turn them faster. Yeah, so that's kind of my, my have thoughts. You, uh, have you thought about what that guard swap patch did for Zesty though? God, Zesty's really he's is for context, Zesty is a, a viewer of mine that just wants me to jungle guard swap psychic and he just says it over and over. Sparkles, I'm pretty sure he said it to you one time you came to my stream chat. He was like, Hey, will you jungle guard swap <laughs> like psychic? Shut up, Zesty. Even us me now, dude. He's just he's just throwing it out there. I I, I gotta say really quick, my 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 thought on that mime change, I think they made such an amazing change on Psychic there. They never needed a nerf confusion, but they needed to buff Psychic in a big way. Like, yeah. it has to do... It needs to do some sort of control, I think. Maybe make it, like, a really nice stun or a really nice slow or something. Because it's still just not even close to good enough. But we don't have to talk about the patch too much longer. Let, let me check our notes here. I made sure we were recording video. Let's talk about <laughs> the March Finals and the tournament coming up here, guys. We've got the March Finals happening on Saturday... Loosh, you're going to be participating in the March Finals. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your team and what's going on? We are, you know, the defending champion. No, I'm not going to be that guy. No, so, yeah, so we we had the luxury of uh, the, the honor, I guess, of winning. <laughs> we had the honor of winning uh, last month's monthly final. And we didn't have to play the qualifier because of that. Um, we saw a lot of good teams play and we're excited to play against them. Our team has actually rebranded now. I'm sure you guys saw that. So we are now Ground Zero. Um, we, we are signed to Ground Zero Gaming, who are a great organization. Love those guys. Um, it is weird to be con like to be called a professional Pokemon Unite player because I feel like I'm not that good at this game. But I'll take <laughs> it, right? I mean, I'll take it. It's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty decent. Um, yeah, we're, we're hoping to go back to back, right? That's the goal because these points matter a lot. And uh, we really want them, all of them. And we, 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 we want to get to Worlds. We don't have a broadcast, but um, anyone out there, feel free to uh, stop by some of the streams. Some of the guys will be streaming it. There's, there's one uh, over there. Everyone listening, that one over there. Um, just go, go to the channel and you'll see who I'm pointing to. That's, that's, that's the catch there. But yeah, we're, we're excited. We're really pumped. Um, and yeah, that is my uh, little, little speech I just gave. So uh, yeah, cr Crashy. What are your thoughts on the, uh, the little... So, March finals, man. Um, well, first of all, first and foremost, congratulations on Ground Zero. Really excited to, to see you, you and the, the you. Owl Boys moving up in the world. Um, but um, unfortunately, my team, we fell a little bit short. We threw our last series mostly 
game one of our last series, I threw it, but we had to win one more series after that. I think that we should have, we, we ended up in the event in open, uh, March open. We ended up finishing tied for 17th. I think if I'm just being honest, no disrespect to the team we played, I think we definitely should have beat them and, and should have been at minimum tied for 13th. And then I think that the game between us and I forget what team we would have faced, but the game between us and that other team would have been really, really good. I think it was a thousand dreams and we had, we had scrimmed a thousand dreams and kind of got, gone kind of like even with them in our matches. It would have been really, really good. So I'm a little disappointed with how we ended. Um, but unfortunately, if anybody hasn't heard, my team is, is no more. We are no longer, which is, uh, you know, a little disappointing because I don't really think that there's much room or, even interest for me to probably find another team i've looked a little bit but everything's like we're halfway through the unite championship series it's either a complete rebuild or you know just i don't know it's a lot it's a lot of work so unfortunate i'm back to being a miserable solo cure but um yeah march finals coming up really really looking forward to it there's a lot of really really good teams that are going to be playing i mean obviously I, I think this is always a weird thing to say i focus a lot on na it's just the times line up and stuff so i have to mm. see the the reign of you know gg and how they're going to do i'm going to be watching oce games me and you had talked about that i want to watch a lot of the oce games and then eu i'm not going to lie I, I have to throw this out there as well the eu games were hype because i had no clue that so many comp game i <laughs> i didn't i didn't know so many of the eu teams were playing it i just didn't know and so oh. when we watched it i i had to throw this out there there's a discord uh, called floatstone it's like the competitive discord and there was like a day where they were having a discussion about whether or not score comp was fun to that. watch well it's like because it, it's such a cringy thing to say i don't know there was a <laughs> there was a day where they were talking in general in floatstone about how score comp wasn't fun to watch and I was like, yo, speak for yourselves. Me and my chat were lit. Like, it was hype <laughs> that day watching those score comp games. It was crazy cool to watch. Um, so I don't know. I don't like I'm, watching I'm it. I don't like it. playing against it. Oh, playing against like it. It's, it's hell. It's the worst. It's like it's like playing against <laughs> five invade greetings. Like, I don't want to do it. Like, this isn't fun no. at all. So, um, <laughs> it's not fun. But yeah, I don't know. March finals is going to be really, really exciting. I mean, just in general, I know we have this as like another bullet point. We got a little bit of information. Um, the actual worlds was announced for the 18th to the 21st. We know what venue that's going to be at in London. So now we have dates. I was looking through there quickly. It looks like they are going to be selling spectator passes. So they don't have any details about that. But like, it looks like worlds will be an event that you can be in attendance in. Um, so it's going to be at Excel London, which looks like a gigantic, like a uh, convention center kind of thing. And Get your tickets, guys. Uh, come, come to Welts. Yeah, I mean, I think that that'd be super cool. I'm, I'm gonna try to get there if I can. And then um, there were some changes to AOS Cup. But Spraggles, what are you, what are you thinking about the whole competitive thing, March finals, anything like that? A few things. Um, I really do want to see if teams like Ground Zero, Gaming Gladiators, Random Gaming, I want to see if they're able to win again because that's huge. Like. All these teams that we're talking about now performed so well. Random gaming, and and I'm with you. Those matches were so good between Yerman and random gaming. They were so fun to watch. I don't know what anyone's talking about as far as spectating. Those <laughs> matches were insane and super exciting. I, I don't know what they're going to play like on Saturday. I, I feel like these teams are going to be completely different. We have two new Pokemon. I thought Hoopa was going to be everything. And now we have Duraludon. Like, I don't know what is going to happen on Saturday. So I can't wait to see that. And I also really want to see if a lot of these teams can solidify themselves as the number one team. I mean, we had Game and Gladiators uh, make their way all the way through the February finals completely undefeated. They didn't lose a single 
match the entire way through. And if they do that again, I feel like, I mean, it, it just puts them in a position to say, well, this is a team that's going to worlds, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, there's so much time in between and it doesn't mean that they are, but I want to see teams really start to solidify their position or it is the meta changing so fast that it's kind of hard for a lot of these teams to keep up. I mean, everyone is scrimming around the clock to see if they can figure out the meta in time. It's going to be really exciting on Saturday to see that. I can't wait to see I, honestly, I can't wait to see what happens in NA, of course, but I really want to see what happens in the EU because I don't know what's going to happen with Scorecomp. I don't know what Scorecomp's doing. What does Scorecomp <laughs> do right now? Besides, obviously, put Duraludon in there. But what does Scorecomp <laughs> do? I mean, I'm so excited to see it. And yeah, I I have to go to Worlds one way or another. I want to be able to cast Worlds. But when they let me cast the February finals, they were so clear in the email <laughs> And they talked to me about it. They were like, "We want to make we want to make it very clear. This does not mean you are casting the world." They told me so directly that that, that, uh, that there's I am not a part of that. So I would love to do that if at all possible. But for sure, Jake I feel like you got to be there. Yeah, let Jake cast worlds already. Jeez, mm-hmm. we got to be there. We got to go. It happen. I, I I hope I'm going. <laughs> I hope I'm going. I hope I'm playing. I, I really want it, to yeah. be. I really want to be. So um. But we're, we're, we're working around the clock. You know, as you said, teams are screaming around the clock and we're one of those teams where we're playing so much and we're, we're trying so many new things in this new meta, things that I, I don't want to reveal here today, but definitely some exciting things that I hope you guys enjoy actually watching. You know, it's going to be it's going to be cool. Yeah. Let's talk about this new Pokemon coming. So at this point in uh, our audio and video, there is going to be a spoiler for the next Pokemon coming. It has been leaked through a data mine. If you don't want to know, this is your opportunity to leave. If you do want to know, this is your opportunity to not leave. Could have said stay, but I didn't feel like it. (laughs) Guys, let's talk about uh, the next Pokemon coming. Yeah. Yeah, Azumarill. We're getting another uh, not speedster. So we're getting an, an all-rounder. And this this Pokemon looks pretty interesting. It looks pretty interesting. It, it, it looks like a... Uh, I guess, what would we compare it to that we have? Like Charizard, I suppose. Like an all-rounder with kind of ranged abilities. Like, it's it's very interesting. It's very interesting. What, what yeah. do you guys think of it so far? Um, you know, my thing with, like, leaks is I... I got to be honest, I've only looked into it a little bit and it's it's mostly because like it's so far away feeling like it, it may not be. It may be coming out in like a week or something, um, but it feels but so a date. I think is there a date? I haven't even seen the, yeah, the, the eighth. eighth. Oh, OK. Eighth. So, OK. So yeah. we have it. We have it coming up in like a couple weeks then. Um, yeah. OK. So a little over like a like two and a half weeks or so, roughly. Um, I'm so far removed from it that I haven't seen anything other than like footage i haven't like looked in to see if the like the, the abilities have specifically revealed or anything from it um i watched um like el chico ev stuff is obviously always great big shout out to el chico ev um just to give him a, you, t- a ton of credit i <laughs> i was tweeting at el chico ev because he was getting a little frustrated with like some of the stuff that goes on online but big credits to him because he's he always never tweets he, he posts everything he never tweets yeah dude, he tweets, <laughs> he tweets. el chico ev tweets all day long um <laughs> but and then phil had po- posted up a video of it as well he got his hands to uh, you know on it to play it and the character just looks it looks interesting uh, I, I love all rounders all rounders are, are always my favorite class to play it's interesting that we haven't gotten a speedster we've gotten a lot of all rounders that have released um, but it looks really really fun and 
to me, just based on the kit design, it's obviously way too early to really know anything. It looks like it's going to be a solid laner. I don't know if that means it's Lucario level solid or if it's like Serena level solid where it's like, yeah, you can do it, but why? Um, but it looks like <laughs> it looks like it can do some some lane things that I'm, I'm excited about. I think that's the biggest thing I've taken away from it. I have also been a little in the dark with it. I kind of, especially when you saw some of that first footage, and you're like, oh, this isn't even ready yet to be seen. Mm-hmm. Like the Pokemon's just all choppy and weird. It's still. so choppy. <laughs> it was yeah. so choppy. <laughs> but if I'm understanding it correctly, and I have not looked into this enough, so please correct me if I'm wrong, its ability means that when you're 1v1ing, you're critically hitting all the time. Yeah, it's so, like, right? so to me, I feel like this is a a direct answer to the one one three meta. I think they're saying you're gonna stop playing one one three, or you're both gonna be a Zoomerol. Like yeah. those are your only <laughs> options. Because if you put this up, I, and maybe I'm wrong, and we don't know the scaling, we don't know exactly how this is gonna work. But if you put it up against Lucario, and this Pokemon literally critically hits with every single attack and ability it feels like well now lucario can't solo the top path or mm. yeah, i don't know it's still lucario maybe it but can. That, see, that's I the thing. It's like yeah, maybe, it, maybe it can maybe it can't i think with that passive the thing about it is that passive kind of doesn't scale that well because like at a certain point mm-hmm. it, it's almost like a speedster passive right like not literally but like it, it's almost like this passive that is just going to kind of go away uh, at a certain point Kind of, unless you're intentionally forcibly offlining the character, which you can do, definitely. I mean, Lucario's playing offline what, like, a lot. The range on it is, right? Like, how yeah, far away yeah. does the other person have to be? Exactly, because if it's like they have to be bodies standing on top of each other, then you can probably get that passive off in, in, in a decent mm. team fight. Especially if you're like hard diving like a Duraludon or a Cinder. You might, even if you get like one or two guaranteed crits off of it, that's probably still some, some, good, um, some good value. But this is like automatically i think you run like razor or scope on it right like if you can get it and that depends on how it feels if you can get really good mm. value out of it run scope because scope is you're gonna mm-hmm. be hitting like crazy if Does you can't for, like get, farm like if you're one of you wanting a buff i don't know i don't know i mean yeah because like what if the jungle clear is just ridiculous like yeah. you show yeah. up in lane at like 9 45 <laughs> and you're like hey <laughs> like, i just cleared jungle hey, in 15 up? seconds <laughs> like, yeah. i don't even think you can run that fast but like hey how's it going i'm pretty sure the jungle spawns at 9 45 <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but that's what crashy you're a jungler crashy you're a jungler <laughs> you, you hit like a super saiyan teleport you like you you hit you show up to buffalo and ludicolo and you just, you just show up in lane hey hey how's it going or what if you don't show what if you don't start in your jungle you are the jungler you start in top lane you kind of 2v1 some lucario then you run back to your jungle for the 945 you're there Mm. right away uh obviously that timing doesn't work but i'm just saying uh this pokemon could be really interesting and i wonder if it is a counter to a solo top. I wonder if they're saying Mm. you're not going to want a solo top anymore because people are going to run this Pokemon and it's just going to shred you. I don't know. That's my thought. Yeah. And that's the thing. The the caveat to that is that it could be the dominant solo top. Like you don't, you just don't know. Or maybe, maybe, okay. Think about the chain of events that happens with meta, right? It's like someone tries something, they find something, (laughs) someone reacts, right? And that leads to meta on meta on meta. So, 113 meta happened because of, you know, all the things that have come in the past. Lucarios are dominating top lane. But now 
this new Pokemon comes out, and what if it dominates Lucario? So then, okay, now people start playing that. But then, that's super annoying to deal with, so now they go back to 212. And then, because 212 is so dominant, Hoopas are guaranteed using Hyperspace Hole. Like, this could cascade into, like, crazy meta implications. We just don't know. The no- and, and then, you know, the irony is that, like, it could just come out and be, like, the worst Pokemon ever. So, like, you, you just I'd, never know. I'd love to see that, but I'm yet to see a Pokemon Lucario doesn't just, like, punch and then dash through and kill. So, <laughs> I, know. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens happens like maybe it could kill lucario but lucario will still just push it and kill it anyway um full heal exists though so yeah yeah like i i really hope it does change things up i mean 212 is really fun because you can play so many things yeah um 113 is really strong but 212 is really fun so if we if we get forced into that by this pokemon that could be amazing um there's a big chance that it being a new pokemon will mean it's a broken jungler so it might just be a jungler um but yeah, like I, I guess we'll see on the eighth what happens with uh, Azumarill. Yeah, I something I've noticed is I feel like sometimes with balance changes and with new Pokemon, I feel like they're trying to react to some of the way the game is played and they want people to sort of rein it in. So I feel like they mm-hmm. did a little with score shield and changing scoring. They really tried to rein in score comp. They were like, look, we can't stop this because this game is based around scoring, but we're going to try to rein it in. And then with invading greed, they're going, we actually didn't intend this to be a play style. So we're <laughs> going to try to rein this in. And I wonder if they're going to release some things where they go yeah this 113 we don't like this play style we're gonna try to rein it in with a pokemon like azumarill but again maybe it's just the new pokemon top maybe some people still play lucario a lot's left to be seen i think it looks pretty cool and it's not a speedster which brings us to our next topic Mm. are we recording video no our next topic (laughs) is what's going on with speedsters kind of the jungle inside this game uh we were talking about this a bit before the podcast and we all thought it was probably a good conversation to have crashy why don't you uh lead us through this yeah i I think for me um this topic it's really like if i'm being completely honest it's like an engagement point i I would love to hear the community's thoughts on this because it's one of those like really big um it, it becomes a big hypothetical that I'm going to lead it towards. And this comes from an old thought that I've had a long time ago. And, and it, it comes with a little bit of my MOBA background. Um, attackers in the jungle are, are usually dominant. It's what most jungle positions get pay, picked as. Like, I, I, we don't have good statistics to show, like, what the pick rates of certain characters are in certain roles. But, like, attackers mm-hmm. are mostly dominating the jungle. And I think the design of speedsters really kind of keeps them from being in lane. Like we had, um, you know, outside of 212 score comp, I think that we have to take Talonflame 212 score comp and kind of put it in its own little bubble. Um, but in the majority of the way that the game is played, the only speedster that's ever been a decent laner was Zeraora before it kind of got butchered and left in the dust. So mostly by design, speedsters don't really lane well. Um, but unfortunately, based on how the speedster role actually works and how the design of the characters are, they don't end up being the best junglers either. So mm. we have this weird thing that's happened where speedsters are kind of getting power crept and left in the dust. Speedsters don't really have necessarily the best scaling and the best um, design, per se, for viability around the entire match. And, and this isn't even related, but a speedster's not even being released in the game. So the speedster <laughs> role, if you're like someone that loves that like assassin, quick kind of speedster playstyle you're you're just like what's happening like (laughs) what are we doing like what's going on here so it's a really interesting thought i would love to hear y'all's thoughts about 
speedsters and like and like what you think about the actual class itself and then um to kind of like i said to, to throw it to at least a community question like what are what is the community's thoughts on having attackers in the jungle because i know for me personally without diving into a full-on conversation about it um i i really wish that it was almost impossible for attackers to jungle um but that 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 is his own can of worms what, what do you think Lewis? like what's your thoughts on speedsters like what so, can be done what should be done what's going on i think the speedsters are not in a great place right like Talonflame, very very strong early very strong mid game right uh zero aura um absol absol zero breaks my heart man zero breaks my heart because it if they just move the levels this pokemon's great because it, it, it can lane. It really can. So if they just move the levels, this Pokemon exists again. And it's great. Um, I think Absol um, exists for about 30 seconds. And then um, you've got Gengar, who we already touched on earlier, right? So um, I, I think they just feel like why play them is kind of how I feel about them, right? Like if, if I want to instantly blow somebody up, I'll just play Machamp, right? I'll just I'll just dynamic punch onto them and blow them up, and they'll die. And it it's strange that I think this game has so much damage in it, right? So much damage on so many characters that it's hard to justify running a squishy melee character to do it when the other guys can do it, or when you can do it from a range safely, right? Like it's it, it's very strange. So the problem, like, so, so the attackers in the jungle, right? Um, the attackers in the jungle. I don't. I don't know what they can do about that because Cinderace can't lane, right? Like, it just can't. Mm. It, it can try, but if you're versing, say, a, a Ninetales, a, a Pikachu, you, you're going to be a score bunny for the entire game because you get stuck at evolution levels. And I don't know what they can really do. It seems like a game design thing, right, where they'd have to actually rework a bunch of things to, to make these changes possible. But I, w- I would love to see speedsters actually be in the jungle. What, what's, what's your thought, Jake? Yeah, I agree. I, it's weird having only one viable speedster, kind of. You know, Talonflame is really the only one that is extremely viable. Zeraora, I've been beating this drum for a while. It <laughs> makes no sense. The leveling on Zeraora makes no sense. When they shift they it back, off switch? everyone else's... Well, oh, did they? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now that it's leveling uh, is... Change when every other Pokemon went like this down uh, with its leveling. Why did Zeraora stay there? Why is it still getting its Unite at ten? Why is it still getting its second upgraded move at fourteen? Like it makes no sense for this Pokemon. <laughs> it's not so that unreasonable good. to ask you every game to get to. Like that's I mean, like, I even if you just look at the economy <laughs> of experience, it's like, would you rather have an average team of people that need to hit roughly level nine, or would you rather have a team mm. that's slightly above? average like it's like it's like wait why would i pick this like even if it was good like is it is it a broken monster at level 10 because if it's not then i'm not picking it like it's not worth it yeah so like, it's just discharge yeah, plus should just melt everyone it should melt everyone no they should uh, realistically <laughs> they just need to pull it down to five seven nine and see how it performs because even then it may not hmm. be good enough but like wild charge build is it's strong you can't say that the pokemon's not good it's just hmm. not good at the current level curve at minimum. And even then it may still need some changes, but uh, speedsters are, yeah. 
Yeah. It, I I have a similar thought to speechers with defenders in general. I think defenders are also in a weird place in the game uh, just because supporters kind of also do their role. Mm. And the amount of defense doesn't feel like it's good enough given how much damage is in the game, which we talked about earlier. But that's like a whole that's a whole other conversation around it. The speedster issue is all, almost every speedster kind of except for shades of Gengar and a little bit Talon. They kind of have to do all their KOing right next to your face. And because mm. of that, the, where they output similar damage to Cinderace, why do they need to be <laughs> right next to people to, to do something like that? So when you compare them to an attacker, it's just... Well, you'd always rather have Duraludon because Duraludon can be way freaking over there. Yeah. While you know this Absol has to be right in, next to you, it just it just doesn't really work. It mm. maybe raise the damage considerably or start making things a little tankier to certain types of damage. I'm not exactly sure mm. how you would do this, but make the speedster damage something that can actually really take things down quickly. And everyone who's at ranged, maybe they need to get scaled back quite a bit to make that, to have that feel useful because the mm. fact that you have to get next to people is such a liability. It's such a liability in this game. If you're next to someone, you can get stunned, you can get knocked up, you can get burst down easier. It's just such a an issue to be next to Pokemon like that, unless you're Lucario. <laughs> my my thought has been, and again, I'm going to touch on the whole attackers and jungle. My thought has been that I think that if you if you have a strong understanding of the game, it's pretty clear to see that a Cinderace early is like not that great. And and, and I'm not talking jungle or lane. I'm just saying Cinderace early doesn't really do that much. You just kind of auto attack around. You're not really doing a ton. But a Cinderace late game can kill an entire team if the spacing, if the fight, if the pacing went well. A speedster early usually is pretty good. Like or like first two to three minutes, that's like their mm -hmm. that's their sweet spot. Mid game, they're like doing all right. Late game, they're like they can barely team fight. Like it's tough. Like Talonflame can kind of team fight. It's got a decent ult for it. Gengar not not so great. Absol not so great. Um, Zeraora used to be good, but not so great. And so they don't scale, but Cinder scales really well. So now you have this role, this jungle role, that. Not only does it give you the most farm in the game, but it gives it to you for free. So you don't, it's not really contested. There's, you know, you just take it. So now you have a character one to one. Let's hold Cinderace next to Talonflame. Who would you rather have more fed going into the end game? It's a 10 mm. minute game. You hit 10 minutes every single game unless someone surrenders and you're going to get an end game team fight if the, you know, people are playing the game properly. So who would you rather have? Well, 90% of the time it's, it, you would rather have a cinder and, and not to say that talent's like useless or anything. And it's, you know, it's not just a one to one, but most of the time it's, it's like that. In my, like my I, utopian world, I would love to see like the 80 carry like Pokemon. So Cinderace, Duraludon, uh, Greninja, and Decidueye. I would love to see them get the Machop treatment where Karate Chop got like super buffed. And it was like, it made the character go from like, this character is not very good to, oh wow, you can actually lane this mm. character. I would love to see them get lane buffs to their early moves so they can actually try to secure some farm and be decent in lane. And I would, I would love to see that at, at minimum, let them be a more viable option in lane, but also to make it to where it's so incredibly hard for them to get value out of jungle because of the fact that 
jungle is just too free for them and they scale too fast and too far um that said the the alternate like solution to that is like nerfing jungle xp i I think whenever you when you step out of jungle and you're level five and you're just way ahead of everybody else it's like it's it's hard for that not to turn into the hyper carry role and when you have a character that scales as strong as like the 80 carry pokemon do it's hard to imagine not just putting them in that hyper carry role Mm -hmm. so it's weird. It's like I either want attackers not to be able to be those hyper carries and get the farm for free, or I want that that experience to come down to to level, like to flatten the curve a little bit of like every other character in the game. So I don't know. My opinion on jungle is is really weird. I think there's a couple different solutions, um, but regardless, the speedster role. I don't know if speedsters will ever scale into end game super well, but they do need to find a way to make it worth picking them. Uh, you know, in the early to mid game. So. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. Speedsters need a little love. Like, um, I, I raising their damage scares me because this game yeah. has so much damage in it, yeah. right? Like, it's raising yeah. raising the damage of anyone means like we're, we're gonna get to a point soon where like people just walk into the Zapdos pit and it's not there anymore, right? Like, it's it's damage is getting really out of control. We're kind of there with yeah. Dralion, honestly. That it's thing goes crazy. down so fast. It's crazy, man. So like, I, I guess they could make them. I think the weirdest thing for me, right, is when you look at the actual stat sheets, why are speedsters slower than, like, all-rounders? Like, their base speed Well, speeds they're speedsters, Lush. So why are they slower? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, this is, this is the We're point. saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're speedsters. Why? <laughs> right. And they're yeah. slower. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. It's right? weird to say this because it almost sounds stupid. But like, I almost think that speedsters should be strong enough to like guarantee early kills. Like, it, it should be like, oh my god, they are going to dive me. Like at eight fifty bs, they're gonna get a kill on me. Uh, but have like, you played Absol? Well, it's the thing that works and that's great and all, but it it still like needs to scale. Like, and, and, and mm. you don't always get a kill. I mean, it, it needs to be like the early game needs to be so good. Man, it's so weird. It, it almost is like this is such a multifaceted like issue that it's hard to explain my thoughts. Like I have a hard time getting the thoughts out. Like if you want to scale a Cinderace into late game, I wish you were forced to lane it because then it would mm. it would it would flatten the curve of of how strong that character can get, how fast, right? Like it's it's a it's a graph, right? Like Cinderace goes like this. It gets really strong really fast. Don't and show I, us the I, graph again. <laughs> Don't show us the graph again. <laughs> but I wish it was like a little bit like like the curves look like a little bit more linear so that way it's like you have to work to get that strength whereas with speedsters it should be the other way around like that that line that graph line should be like they're really strong and then they start tapering off um but I don't know. It, it's it's just one of those weird things. Like we're talking about like redesigning parts of the game. We're talking about you know like buffing characters that are like it is terrifying to think about like buffing Talonflame and like buffing Zeraora. Like we've had that meta. We've had the Zeraora meta a little bit. So yeah. I I, I don't know. Miss it's, it. I kind of miss it too. I mean, and, and it's it and it's so not fun. really it's not really about any one particular speedster. It's about the class as a whole, like speedsters mm. as a whole, um, definitely are, are not, uh, not that great. Not that great. Yeah. It, it's, if we get a speedster that has like a similar passive to Duraludon, it it's probably good. Right. But like with the amount of like crowd control in this game, you just, you go in, you, you can't move and you die on a speedster. Mm-hmm. That's kind of just what happens. Right. And it's, I would love to see, like, I, I always wish this game would have, like, an item, right, where it, it goes on a cooldown, but it protects you from a CC and you don't have to press anything. So you, you kind of get two 
full heels. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they metal. do have that in other moments. Yeah, yeah heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, heavy metal. <laughs> but but you know, do you guys remember uh, the last the last episode when I said, "Oh, Devaron's passive makes it so it can't be taunted, so this will be good because I won't be forced to play Wigglytuff." But it's the only Pokemon that can crowd control this Pokemon, so it's great, right? I love it. Good stuff. <laughs> really happy with that. <laughs> yeah, I think the conversation around speedsters it, it does enter the realm of well, now we're talking about really big game reworks. I think in general, if your damage is safe at range, it should be a lot less than people who have to damage mm. right up next to you. And I, I recognize there are a whole lot of there's so much to unpack with that. What do you do yeah. with Lucario? He damages you right <laughs> next to you. So, you know, there, there's a lot to be said for it, but they haven't released the Speedster since the game's come out. And I feel like that's probably because they don't really know how they're going to add it to the game and make it feel balanced. It feels like there are multiple characters in the all-rounder realm where they're like, this mm. is kind of what a Speedster would do, but we're actually giving it the stats of an all-rounder. And yeah. maybe that's... Maybe that's a little closer to what needs to happen with speedsters. I would love to see some changes, some big sweeping changes like that. But I'm guessing we wouldn't see anything like any game changing stuff until after Worlds. Maybe I'm wrong yeah. about that, but I feel like that's kind of when you could see Pokemon Unite 2, essentially. Like, mm. we're switching everything up after these championships. It, it would be, be weird cool. to do it three weeks before Worlds. Like, we're changing <laughs> the game. It's different now. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, all we can do is wait and see. I, I think more so than anything, it's it's just interesting that they've released so many all-rounders and not a speedster. But, it, you know, I think people get kind of emotionally attached to, like, their favorite thing, right? Like, if your favorite thing is being a Hoopa player, you, you're emotionally invested in that. And and the same thing can be said about, like, your battle mm -hmm. type. Like, people love speedsters. They love attackers. Like, they're just into the role. So I understand why it's like, it, it feels like a hit. Like, yo, what the hell? Why aren't they releasing speedsters? But if you think about it literally, it doesn't actually matter, right? Like, it doesn't really make a difference if they release mm -hmm. a speedster. The reality is that releasing a speedster is inevitable because they wouldn't have created the, the battle type anyways. Um... It is, I will say, as far as optics go, it's probably stupid that they haven't released one yet. Because how many all-rounders have released? We've had um, Serena. <laughs> I'm actually trying to think of, I can never remember the order. But, like, what have, what have the all-rounders actually been released? Well, Aegislash, Dragonite, yeah. and Serena. They've had three all-rounders, and now, you know, we're getting a fourth. And the yeah. speedster class itself has four. So, I, like I said, I don't, I don't think it matters literally. But it, the optics of it are weird. Like the fact that we're even sitting here having mm. this conversation is like that's weird. Why? why I wonder why they did that. But can we talk about the most pressing issue in the entire game? When will they buff Lucario? <sighs> when will they finally do it? Because I, I, it's been underperforming for way too long. It's, oh, it's just I don't like this. <laughs> I want to thank everyone for watching. Thank you all for listening to this episode of You're on Fire. Uh, thank you to Crashy for making sure that the video has been recording. Thank you to Loosh for this. Uh, you can find us all on YouTube. You can search for Loosh, Spraggles, or Crashy to find all the cool stuff we are doing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. I love you all. And goodbye. Whoa, look at the background, Luke! <laughs> <laughs>